You are listening to 19 Before 20, a podcast chronicling our year of adventure. This is episode 10 for April 24th, 2016. Hey Kat, how are you? I am, I am all right. We made it to episode 10. Hooray! That's so exciting. It is exciting. I'm excited. Like, that's 10 episodes. Like, that's, I don't have any statistics as to how long most podcasts last. But I feel like 10 is a... That's a good number. A good number to reach. That's that's, that's like 10 weeks we've recorded things. That That is 10 weeks, yeah. It's kind of crazy, but it's awesome. It's been 10 weeks since your birthday. <gasps> I'm 10 weeks old. Oh, There's only four months until our half birthdays. Oh, dear. It's going to be super exciting. I'm super excited. What month is that in? August. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't keep track of my half birthday. How can you not? Half birthdays are the most important birthday. If you say so. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to what we did this week. Do you want to start? Yeah. So this week, uh, I am planning on minoring in Spanish in my college pursuits. And so I am part of a uh, like a Spanish conversational club where um, every Friday afternoon we go and... It's like every every week someone new in the club hosts it and we um, talk in Spanish and play kind of Spanish games just to practice like speaking out loud because a lot of the time in class it's more like learning concepts or like writing and so you don't really get a chance to practice like vocally. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. And so it's been going on all semester. And then on Friday, it was like our final shebang before exams. And so what happened was the teacher had um, this like semi-famous uh, arepa maker from Colombia, um, like the country, not Colombia, the place, although we're also in Colombia and she makes arepas in Colombia as well. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I don't really know how to explain what they were, but they were basically, it's, it's like a, from what I can tell, it was like a potato tortilla almost. And then you, she like, mm-hmm up and put like cheese and like vegetables in it and it was like delicious and it was really really good but we um so we got those and then we like talked in Spanish for a while and we learned how to do the salsa so that was fun I learned how to salsa um I'm awful at it because I have no hand-eye coordination and I can't dance to save my life but that's okay of course of course (laughs) um and so yeah it was really fun it was like it was a really good way to like end off our semester um, and the arepas were wonderful and delicious and they have them at the Soda City Market that I went to last week. So connection there. Whoa. That is a nice connection there. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, yeah, I learned a lot about like Colombian culture because my Spanish teacher is from Colombia and so uh, is the arepa lady. And so like they talked mm-hmm. to us a little bit about like Colombia and yeah, it was just great. So what about you? What did you do this week? So I realized on about Saturday that I hadn't done anything new this week. <gasps> so, uh, but I, I did. I did do something new. Okay. Because on Saturday, I was, it was like, it was like 10 a.m. I'm trying to think of what can I do that for one won't take long because I had, I have a ridiculous amount of um, like research papers and stuff to do for my classes because it's April and April is that time. I decided to go to the Reading Museum by myself because I've been to museums before um, 
it, I haven't been by myself and I also haven't been to this particular museum. And it's like, you know, I've been to like the big museums and places, but like this is a city that used to be big, but like isn't exactly <laughs> huge anymore or like in terms of what it has. Um, so I went to the museum and I was by myself and it turns out I was pretty much the only person in the museum because I got there right at opening. So it was a really bizarre but cool thing to have where you can just walk around and not worry about like blocking someone um, someone's view of something or like the little things that you like press the sound buttons mm -hmm. and it like makes the call of a bird or something. I didn't have to worry about people being um, annoyed at me for doing that because there was literally no one around. Mm -hmm. Every now and then someone from the museum would be like, I guess, making their rounds. Um, but I was I was the only person in there for most of the time I was there. And it was a surprisingly very uh, well done museum. It's been around since I think early 20th century and they have a mummy in it Whoa. which surprised me yeah yeah so I went into the Egypt exhibit and I was like oh is this a temporary exhibit or something no no it's a permanent exhibit and they have a mummy that they purchased in like 1930 from UPenn and it's Neferina um she was a I don't know too much about her but she was um a pharaoh I believe in um, ancient Egypt and it was just very bizarre to go in and see like a mummy with like the and it was like they had unraveled i don't know if it wasn't raveled but they unraveled only like the face oh this is really creepy yeah so yeah unintentional first thing i saw was first time seeing a mummy that i can recall i'm pretty sure i went to a king tut museum once but i don't remember seeing king tut at least not in this this was a very open thing where you're like it's just like there's just the glass and you're like oh look it's a couple thousand year old dead body so that was mildly uh startling um but interesting yeah and i have a game to play after we do it's a wonderful week that mm -hmm. relates to the museum Ooh. Uh, because there was a natural history portion which gave me the idea of doing a game that is which of these uh prehistoric creatures are real and which ones are not real so we'll do that right after we do it's a wonderful week if you'd like to go ahead and let us know what your it's a wonderful week was yeah um so this week i really enjoyed milk and honey the drink as well as the uh it's a book um by rupee kaur i'm not sure how to say her name so i feel really bad if i just butchered that it's like a collection of poetry and prose um and it's about like survival really of like violence and abuse um and then a lot of it like focuses on like femininity love and like loss and that kind of stuff and so it's really good it's uh, divided into four chapters and then each chapter is like talks about like a different thing it kind of deals with a different issue and so it was just it was so good I wasn't expecting to like connect with it like I did um I loved it and I read it it's fairly short it's not like a a really, really long book. And so I read it twice, like just in a row because it was so good. And I wanted to like experience it again. That book, nine out of 10 Peggy's. Um, I'm going to have to check that out. And then the drink, uh, Milk and Honey, which is delicious as well, um, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would give that maybe like a, a six out of 10 Peggy's um, because it's good, but it doesn't live up to the book, Milk and Honey. So my thing is a little bit less of something that makes you, like, happy. It's something that I think is, like, necessary to see and to talk about. And I think it was well done in that it provokes that discussion. It's a documentary called The Hunting Ground. And it is about sexual assault on college campuses. I went to a screening of it on our campus. And um, 
there were more people than I expected to be there just because, I don't know, college students tend to not go to events that are educational because, at least at my school. Um, so it was good to see, like, there were maybe, like, 15, 20 people there out of, like, 2,000. Um, but it was it was good to see all of these um, students there, and we had a discussion about um, how our school handles such issues, and the documentary was just very, it was very thought-provoking and discussed, I mean, the Ivy Leagues and, like, their problems with it. And it has a little bit of controversy because, obviously, the schools mentioned in it have denied being um, bad at actually handling issues. Mm-hmm. And um, some people say that the journalism of the documentary is weak and that it's one-sided. But I think that it's, despite all of, like the controversy, I think it's still worth watching if you are in college or know someone in college or... Uh, are about to go to college i think it's necessary to watch and it's on netflix oh yeah that sounds that sounds really um like something i i want to watch just to see it and kind of understand some of that but yeah that sounds interesting yeah so i don't know if i can really give it a number on the peggy scale because it's not something that i like love or that's amazing i guess it's just kind of a thing that is I think necessary and was well done. Yeah. So I guess I give it seven out of ten Peggy's if I had to. But like, I don't know. I don't know the Peggy scale for this. I don't know if it works. That's okay for this particular topic, not for everything. <laughs> the Peggy scale is not um, a you know all encompassing scale. It it does have some faults. I will. Right. Okay. So we can move on if you're ready to do the museum game. Ooh, yes, I'm ready. Okay, so how this is going to work is I'm going to give you a prehistoric creature, and you are going to have to tell me um, whether it is real or unreal. And um, unreal as in, it's unreal that my mind came up with it. Oh, whoa, unreal! Exactly. So, I have a, I have four of these, and I'm not going to tell you how many of them are true and how many of them are false. Okay. So you don't have any, like... You can't cancel it out. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. It's it's like taking an exam. I'm ready. Exactly. Are you ready, though, uh, for exams? Uh, not really, but that's okay. <laughs> You'll be ready for this game. Yeah, I'm, I can. I think I can handle this game. I'm not getting graded, am I? This is not going to determine my GPA. Um, I actually have your uh, science professor on the line, uh-huh. and Correct. she is going to judge you based on it. Rats. So, which of these is real and which are unreal? Healy, I'm probably also, just a heads up, even the ones that I created, um, both the real and unreal ones, I'm probably not going to pronounce correctly. Um, So don't take my pronunciation as law. As real or, okay, real or fake, yeah. Yeah. Um, Heliosoprion is a shark-like creature with a jaw that spirals up and is covered in teeth, which it used to either grind shells or whip out and grab and kill its prey. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm liking the shark-like part. That sounds kind of real, because uh, you know sharks are a thing. Um, <laughs> they are. Lots of them, have, as far as we know, jaws that have teeth. I don't know. This one just seems like it's too. Uh, seems very, very believable. Like I could see it being a thing. I think I've heard of like creatures that had jaw, like bottom jaws, just like covered in teeth. Um, and I'm I'm sure there are probably some still alive, um, or still like. I mean, uh, the deep ocean. Yeah. So I'm gonna say real. This one's a real one. Would you would you swim with this creature? Uh, you know, I would take my chances. Yeah, 
it grind shells. That'd be pretty cool. I could have like I could use all the shells and make more sand with them. Or if it ate me, I mean, oh, rats. I mean, I'm holding you to this because this one was real. Oh, do 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 do. Um, <laughs> that's only one out of four though, so you okay, gotta well, make sure that you get. Well, that's twenty five percent. That's like that's not okay. That is failing. Um, but I'm, I'm <laughs> one for one. Three correct. No, I'm one for one. That's a hundred. Okay. Um, Geo Geocypron is a creature that lived mainly underground, but was more reptilian than mammalian. Uh, it was noted for being the only reptile with a fur-like substance, which scientists believe served as a poison. Okay, um, we got some big words in there. Mammalian, reptilian, I like that. Um, I like poison. Um, that's <laughs> Okay. Um, and then now I'm, I'm thinking kind of like platypi, uh, which platypi don't relate to this really, but, you know, platypi have... They're mammals, but they don't have, um, they like secrete milk. And so I could, I could see a reptile with like fur. It's like, you know, they trade it off. So the reptile has fur, um, but it's a reptile. And so the mammal or the platypus is a mammal, even though it like doesn't have mammary glands or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is true. I'm going to say this is a real one. Well, I'm going to say that I tricked you. Oh no. It's unreal. Oh, no. I got the name because I thought the first one said Helio instead of Helico. Oh, so Geo. So it was like Geo. Yeah. Okay. So, so my average isn't looking as good now. Now I'm a 50-50. Okay. You still got 50%. Yeah. I got I got two more to, to bring it up. And these two might both be true. They might both be false. One might be true. One might be false. You can't trust anything. <laughs> okay. So the Susanicon... Mm-hmm. Um, or Susanna Sheehan, I'm not sure. Um, this was not the most flattering creature for scientist Edward Dupre to name after his wife. Oh, no. It was a smart ar- arthropo- arthropod with feet larger than its head. It's nicknamed Hideous Foot. Is this like a Bigfoot type thing? Is this like, oh, Bigfoot exists? No. <laughs> yes. I should have put Bigfoot on here. That would have been, that would have been one that we could have debated about. I'm gonna, oh... A uh, feet far larger than its head. I'm gonna say this one's unreal. You would be right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that is what I made up. You would be oh, right. The Susanna Sean is not real, but in my head, it looks very silly. <laughs> you should. We should draw pictures of them and you know, like put them along with them. So you're like, oh yeah, this is this one. It's totally real. I didn't Photoshop this at all. Exactly. I was going to put photos in, but for one, this is a podcast, and for two, um, you would be able to tell which ones are real and which ones are <laughs> mine. Um, okay, so number four, the Josepho Art- Artigasia. It's an actual IRL rodent of unusual size. It was kind of like a capybara, but it weighed around a ton or 2,000 pounds. Okay, when you say a ton or 2,000 pounds, you're clarifying there, right? Yeah, I'm I'm clarifying that a ton is 2,000 okay, pounds. Okay, I was just making sure, because I was like, I thought a ton was 2,000 pounds. Oh, God. <laughs> it is. You're, you're correct. Um, okay, the name is a little suspicious. Um, but is it? Just a little bit. Um, but capybara, that's a thing. That's an animal. It is. Um, and maybe they descended from the Joseph Artigasias. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say this one's real. You are. 
Yes, I'm saying that it's despite the title or the name. The name. Man, you're right. <gasps> I'm right. I was really excited um, when I, I okay. So I made the Susan one first, and then I come off one that's like Joseph, and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, and also it's Josepho Art Agasia, and I was like, that's just sounds oh, fake. Um, yeah, you're right. So it's a just a giant capybara, basically rudent of unusual, unusual size from from Princess Bride. I got that right. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The ones in the film aren't actually that big in comparison <laughs> to 2000 pounds. That's like, that's huge. That thing could crush you. Uh, yeah, it would very easily crush you, but an elephant could too. And they usually don't. That's true. Cause elephants are nice. We don't know anything about these Joseph Artegasias. Right. Well, I think that that concludes our episode today. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to, you know, tweet at us at 19420 or email us uh, 19420 at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Maybe make up some new animals and, um, and intersperse them with, with real animals and have them guess, have us guess what they are, you know? Yeah. And, um, in case you guys weren't already aware, we are now on iTunes. Yay. You might be listening to this through iTunes. Who knows? (laughs) Um, so thank you so much for listening today. Yeah. See you guys later. Bye. Peace.